Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, that's a lie. There is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my vitamin injection rejuvenation specialist says that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by a special guest. We'll share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Taqueria Mexico number four. There are some other Taqueria Mexico locations, but the location we are reviewing today is the number four location. We're back on Southwest Boulevard, the Mecca for amazing tacos here in Kansas City. We are at the location located at 3300 Rainbow Boulevard, Kansas City, Kansas, 66103, right at the intersection of Southwest Boulevard and Rainbow. The other two locations are the one at 5920 Independence Avenue, KCMO 64125, and right in the heart of Southwest Boulevard at 910 Southwest Boulevard, KCMO. Taqueria Mexico is often called the best authentic Mexican restaurant in Kansas City and a genuine Mexican diamond in the rough. They have happy hour specials Monday through Thursday, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. and Friday, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Taqueria Mexico offers in its three locations a wide menu of several traditional Mexican dishes while maintaining their original flavors. This makes Taqueria Mexico one of the most popular taco spots in the city. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guest. Influenced by traditional mariachi music, Maria the Mexican is a mezcla of Mexican folklore and rock and roll. For 10 years, Maria Elena Cuevas and her sister Teresa performed with Mariachi Estrella, founded by their grandmother, Teresa Cuevas, in 1970. As one of the first all-female mariachi bands in the country, Maria Teresa Alonso Cuevas is a pioneer in the Hispanic musical community. In 2012, Maria and Teresa connected with longtime alt-R&B musician Garrett Nordstrom to form the fusion of Maria the Mexican. MTM is mixed with a touch of blues, soul, funk, and rock and roll, enhanced by the musical knowledge and sounds of Nordstrom. With a southwestern flair and melancholy motifs, Maria the Mexican rock it out in Spanish and English with a host of emotion. Welcome to Taco the Town, lead singer of Maria the Mexican, Maria Elena Cuevas. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So your name is the name of the band. You started in 2012. Yes, we started Maria the Mexican in 2012, although... Your grandma started it a long time ago, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And I 
actually performed with her mariachi band, which was Mariachi Estrella. She formed that in the 1970s in Topeka, actually. And she had that for many, many years. And my sister and I performed with her in Mariachi Estrella from about age 11 to until we were in our early 20s or so. That's awesome. And then later down the road, we formed our current band, Maria the Mexican. So you've been performing since you were 11 years old? Correct. A very young age. My family just decided that that's what I was going to do. I didn't have a choice. And they just kind of gave me a vihuela, which is a small mariachi instrument. It's a, it's a type of guitar. It's one of the traditional instruments. It's the um, smaller five-stringed raised back instrument. And they just said, okay, this is what you're going to do. And kind of gave me a shove and just put me out there. And that's what we did. That's awesome. So you probably have many, many gig stories, good gigs, bad gigs. Absolutely. All kinds. Do you have a memory of the worst gig ever? Was it when you were a kid or have have you had a recent bad gig? In your new- well, you know, most gigs aren't terrible because I'm doing what I love and I get to perform and share energy with other people and music always like if I'm in a bad mood and I start to play music I'm like oh, everything is fine everything is good no big deal life is amazing you know we've definitely played some long bar gigs I would say those are maybe some of the ones at the bottom of the list we've played I don't want to say the venue but um you know, like four hours where people are like, can you play Sweet Home Alabama? (laughs) And we've had, you know, coincidentally, some women be really into the guys in our band and kind of want me and Tess to step aside so they can just be into the guys. In fact, one time, one of them almost, a girl almost stepped on my sister's violin at this gig where they were requesting Sweet Home Alabama or rap (laughs) music. So... That's probably at the bottom of the list, but overall music is something I enjoy and I just, I can't live without. Was one of these men your husband that's in the band? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And my sister and I are like, okay, we'll just take a break. You guys can finish this four hour gig and we'll just sit down and watch what's happening. You played a gig this summer in Lawrence, didn't you? Yeah. What was that gig? It was a couple weeks ago, right? Or was that in Kansas City? Well, we actually, I'm currently residing in Lawrence, although I will be, my husband and I are moving back to Kansas City um, very soon. And we've loved living in Lawrence. Lawrence has been really supportive of our band. Um, We've done a lot of shows at the Replay Lounge, at the Jazz House, and we recently did a benefit for Raices, which is a foundation that provides legal support and general support to immigrants um, at our current border crisis and that was at Liberty Hall with making movies and Mr. and Mrs. Dodge um, Arthur Dodge is an incredibly talented musician as well and um, yeah that was the fundraiser maybe you're thinking of yeah that's the one yeah yeah. it was a really it was a beautiful night Um, lots of people showed up to support and um, it's just something that's very near and and dear to our hearts just being the descendants of immigrants and you're playing Lawrence again October 11th at the Jazz House right? Correct yep We'll be at the Jazz House, um, I believe it's 7 to 9, so kind of the earlier show. I think the last time I was at the Jazz House was the day that it was like the day of the Mayan calendar was supposed to end and the end of the world was upon us. I think it was like December 12, 2012. Yeah, and you know what's so coincidental? Um, (laughs) I'm like 
this is bad, but I'm like 95% sure that's the day that my grandmother passed. No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So she was 93 years old. She lived a long life. And, it was um, a Saturday. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And she got to actually see Maria the Mexican. Um, she got to come to a, a gig when we opened for Los Lobos at Knuckleheads. And you opened up for Los Lobos? Yeah, that was oh. our first gig ever. Wow. Yeah, which was amazing. And Los Lobos was way more interested in our grandma for that gig. <laughs> they were like, go get your grandma. <laughs> and um, we got to, like, you know, take her backstage and... She was so funny. We play this one song. It's called El Cascabel. And it has this really, I would say, difficult violin part. And we used to play it in the mariachi all the time. And we get we play it in our current band, which is really fun. We get to put drums and bass and all these instruments to it. But anyway, my grandma's in the audience and she's like looking around and she's like, that's a really hard song, like telling everybody. <laughs> and then she was like, I like your band the best uh, at the end of the night. So it was awesome that she got to see us. And your grandma was a survivor of the Hyatt. Skywalk collapse. Skywalk collapse. Yeah. yeah. That's just, that's just an insane story. She was yeah. the only survivor of the, of her band. Right? Yes. So the band Maria Chiesreya was playing on the Skywalk that collapsed. Um, I believe it was 1981 and they were playing for the, the party that was happening there. And, you know, she, there's a documentary on Mariachi Estrella where she sort of recounts that like a, a body fell on her, but it actually ended up the man passed away like on top of her, but protected her from flying debris. Oh and gosh. like she was, she was just like praying really loud in Spanish. And that's like somebody like pulled her out, like they found her. So anyway, she was obviously injured and it took her some time to recover. But I feel like when she was better, she was really driven to empower women and musicians and to celebrate our history, our, our culture and mariachi music in general. Like she um, would write a lot of the different instrumentation out because she wanted to preserve it. And she was just very like a very inspiring woman. She had been divorced and she had all these kids and she was just like so strong through it all and so those are sort of the things like she instilled in my sister and I she I have like the best parents ever and then you know they certainly were like incredibly present in my life but like the next person that would watch us when our parents were working or you know if we had a day off from school was my grandma like she raised me as well and so she's just like you know, a part of me for sure. That's awesome. That's yeah. an amazing story. Yeah. So I started like probably that would be um, like 1999, 2000s is when I started to learn the music and began performing. So sometime later, like she had it for a while. Yeah. So we're here at Taqueria Mexico 4. Yes. This is the fourth one. Even though it says there's three locations, this is four. Okay. So there is no second or th- second location. It's disappeared off the, off the map, that. like Atlantis. <laughs> there, sometimes there's a mariachi band here. Okay. I saw pictures. Okay, they, yeah. They perform here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been here when there's a mariachi playing? I have not, but I would love to. I, love I know. I was music. kind of bummed. I hope that while we're here tonight, yeah. that would be amazing. It'd Maybe be very loud, but yeah. it, especially in this room, but... 
That would be cool. We could make it work. This is one of your top Mexican spots in town. Yeah, I love Taqueria Mexico. Um, you know, just come here often with family or after gigs. I love the tacos. I also love the fajitas. I love to make veggie tacos with the fajitas. And I think it's a pretty cool spot. When did you first discover tacos in your life? Are they close to your heart like they are to my heart? Absolutely. So I've been eating tacos my whole life and many different types of tacos, I will tell you. But you're a vegetarian now. Uh, yeah, pescatarian. pescatarian. Yeah, I eat fish, um, mostly veggie, but I grew up eating a lot of Mexican food, almost to the point where for a while I got really sick of it because I was just done with Mexican food. I was like, I am done with this. I'm from Topeka. We'd go to like the same Mexican restaurant like at least three times a week growing up. But as I mentioned, my favorite way to eat tacos is to order fajitas and then make my own tacos. Just put all the toppings in, put the grilled veggies in, maybe the shrimp in. And I say all different types of tacos because when I was little and my mom would work because she was a nurse, she would work nights and my dad would take care of my sister and I. He'd be like, okay, so we're just going to scrounge tonight. And we would make tacos (laughs) in quotations with like flour tortillas, deli meat, cheese, and mustard. Whoa. So we so would whatever like, was in the cupboard. <laughs> whatever was in the in cupboard, the we would like keep the tortillas on the stove, the gas stove, throw some deli meat in there, throw the cheese, the mustard, <laughs> roll them up. And that was my dad's dinner for us. So all different types of tacos I've been eating for a long time. Do you ever still crave those tacos? No, I do not. <laughs> Unless maybe like I'm getting some vegan turkey or something. I don't recommend mustard on a taco. Are you, you know, a fan? Not, not typically, okay. but if you ever get a chance to try what I just said, it's not bad. It's not terrible. It's not the worst. I think Taco Republic has a taco with mustard on it. Okay. I uh, wonder what's in it. That's the only one I've ever tried. What's I the filling? I can't remember. I think it might've been something like bologna. That makes sense. It was different. It was very different. So... Tacos, big part of your life. Mexican food in general, food absolutely. In general. Yeah. But you're more fajita. You're more in the fajita realm. I well, I just like to make my own tacos. You know what I mean? Like you can you start with a tortilla, you fill it up, get your meat and quotations, add your toppings. I love to do a layer of beans, a little bit of rice in there, maybe some grilled veggies, top it with some lettuce, pico de gallo, salsa, hot sauce, like any combination of that is a taco. Like my parents would just be like, yeah, like just make a taco out of it, you know? My goal on this show is to try to shine a light on the amazing tacos we have here in Kansas City. I think it is, absolutely. I think there's all different styles, all all different types. You know, if you want to go a little more veggie, if you want to go a little more fresh, if you want to go you know, super traditional. I just, my band just did a music video shoot. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. It was and yesterday, right? Uh-huh. It was um, last night and we had Rico's Tacos come down and cater it. And we mm. have like al pastor, uh, chicken, maybe, I can't remember what the third one was, but rice and beans and just everybody loved, everybody loved the food. That's amazing. You, yeah. That is one of the best music video catering ideas ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we tried to, so we're getting ready to release a single. Um, It's called Mexicans and Americans. And it's a really special song because 
It talks about just coming together, um, just how important it is right now to unify and to respect one another, to love each other. There's just, I think right now, a lot of rhetoric out there that's causing people to be, you, you know, just kind of put, put themselves against each other when like, I think we're designed to love and to be compassionate and kind and accepting. I think that's more of our true nature. And especially with what's happening at the border right now, um, it's a really important song to me and to our musicians. Where'd you film it? It was down on the west side. It was kind of near the Guadalupe Center okay. in sort of this open lot off of 24th Street. It ended up being a beautiful night. There's a Virgen mural. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah, we decorated it. Um, the the people who live there, Hayden and um, Molly and Pat Donaldson, were like the nicest people. They let us just come and basically set up a like block party themed video shoot. Our band set up. We invited the community. We invited kind of like our MTM peeps and. We had it catered. We had some low riders come down. Cool. They like parked their cars right behind the band. We had a piñata for the kids. And yeah, we just kind of wanted to showcase the community and also this message of like, hey, like let's come together, but also let's not be afraid to speak up. Like it's okay to use your voice. It's okay to stand up for what you believe in. Like I think also right now with what's happening in our, in our world, like a lot of people feel like they need to remain small. Whereas I think overall we need to stand up for one another and unite. When will the video be released sometime in the next? We're actually hoping for around day of the dead. I think just with editing and whatnot, like that would be a fun time to, I think it'll wrap up by then in terms of editing and it would be a fun time to release it around the celebration of Dia de los Muertos. Now I do some music video directing myself. Oh, nice. If you ever need a director for any of your songs, I mean, I'm for hire. Okay, well, I'm going to have to remember that. I, most of my concepts involve people in various costumes, like gorilla costumes, uh, ninjas. Okay, more things come out. <laughs> yeah, so if you ever have a concept where you need a gor- someone in a gorilla suit or an alien or uh, ninjas, just think of me. Okay. I mean, I'm going to just put my name in there. So. And who have you done these music video shoots uh, for with these costumes? Um, the band that does all the music here on the show, Sun Eaters. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, they, got uh, it. I've done all their videos, most of their videos. Uh, I did a video for Heidi Lynn Gluck. I love Heidi. We know Heidi. Absolutely. She's a Lawrence gal too. Yeah. Have you guys ever played a show together? I think so. Yeah. Like we've probably done some bigger shows with her, like Crossroads stuff. You know, she's, she is an amazing musician. We love her stuff. She is an incredible songwriter and she has a beautiful voice. She always blows me away when I see her live. I'll show you the video I did for her. It's called Better Homes and Gardens. Did you ever see that? One. No, but did it involve costumes? It involved, it was a 70s swingers party. That was oh, the theme. Oh, I'm really intrigued. I want to see this video. I'll show it to you. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's great. So you are a yoga instructor. I am, yes. I practice yoga and I instruct yoga as well. Where do you instruct yoga? Where's your... Uh... So I teach at Woodside and I also teach at Sweat Theory here okay. in Kansas City. And then I'm also in Lawrence, I'm at Om Shala and I'll remain there even as I move, relocate to KC. So those three places right now. Do you ever bring up like positive, like those motivational quotes 
Uh, do you ever talk to your... Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah, you, I do that all the time. Do you know how there's those taco motivational quotes? No, I'm unfamiliar with taco yeah. motivational quotes. I mean, quotes. the people wear them on shirts and have them hanging in their kitchen. Okay, like what? Let me... I'll, I'll read a couple to you. Okay. So these are some motivational taco quotes. These are okay. just ones that you might be able to mix into your class. Got it. This one's very simple. All you need is love and tacos. Got it. Inhale tacos, exhale negativity. Love that one. <laughs> <laughs> the more you yoga, the more tacos you can eat. There you go. Is that true? Totally. Why not? Okay. Is eating too many tacos a problem for yoga? Um, if you were to eat them and then try to practice right away, you might not feel good in your belly. It's ideal that you practice on an empty stomach or just, I mean, to feel better, but also cleansing and detoxification. But eat the tacos afterwards. Eat the tacos after. Okay. Absolutely. Refuel. This is probably one of my favorites. This is a newer one. It's okay if you fall apart sometimes. Tacos fall apart, <laughs> but we still love them. I like that one too. Yeah. All you, I can maybe potentially add that in sometime. Yeah, those are just you know some taco motivational quotes. There if, you go. If you ever you know maybe on a Taco Tuesday someday. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Bring it up. Just an idea. We do a lot of like thematic flows. I'm doing um, a yoga flow with smoothies at Sweat Theory coming up, and I also do yoga grooves. So actually come and perform live music during the yoga flow. Whoa. Yeah. So we're here at Taqueria Mexico 4. It's the fourth one. Do you have a favorite fourth movie in a series? Oh, God. Um, that you can think of? Usually God, by I the fourth. No. Usually by the fourth one, they're really bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess Star Wars is the first thing. It wasn't the fourth one like the first one ever released. You're right. Okay. Except it was the first, so it would... But it is chapter four. It is part four. You're right. Yeah, that's hope. what I yeah. mean. Like, in the movie theater. That's great. So I didn't even think of that. I would say maybe that's, like, the best thing I can think about for fours, <laughs> but I agree by the time you get to four, sometimes it's run down, except in that case, because it was the first one made into a movie. But what about Phantom Menace, which would be the real fourth, the oh. Star Wars episode one? Are you fans of that one? Jar Jar Binks? Um, I can't really say that I am. Okay. I like the old school, like... Original trilogy. Yeah, like Harrison Ford, um, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's the best. I've got some other fours here. You just tell me if these are good ones, bad ones. Okay. Toy Story 4? No, bad. Bad. Men in Black International, which came out this year. I hear it was terrible. I didn't see it. Didn't see it. Me either. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Oh. It's a really bad one. Okay, let's say bad. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite on the list, probably. Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. I mean, that had Tony Hawk in it. Did you ever see Police Academy no, 4? No, no. I feel like I'm, this is, I'm not a good person to ask about these fours. Oh, wait. This is the best, actually. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Rocky 4, where he fights the Russian. Okay, okay. I've seen that. I That's remember that one. That's probably the best number okay, four. Okay, maybe. I think. I'm with you so far on that list. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. There was four? Of the, how many of those were there? That was the fourth. Okay. See, you're right about this four thing. Yeah. By the time bad. they get to four, I don't know, but I I mean, Takaria, they're going strong in their four. <laughs> yeah. They're good, number four. This place has the most amazing artwork on the wall, these paintings. Absolutely. I love it. Where do you... I mean, I've never seen these large paintings oh, really? like this before. Yeah. I feel like they're very traditional. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I suppose that's another reason why I love this place. It has kind of that homey feeling. 
Um, I love the decor. You, you know, you'll see, you would see this in Mexico as well. Um, as you look around, you see a lot of families, a lot of Mexicanos and, you know, Americanos as well. Just, it feels a bit more diverse and yeah. uh, like integrated, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, this place is a total family like this is a great place to come for dinner yeah, um, totally. with your whole family. Mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road. Did you ever see that? No, I feel like I'm not good oh, at this list. Okay, I'll, I'll abort on this subject. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Okay, I like that. That I was like a good that. one. I like that. Yeah, that I'm down. I love Harry Potter. Yeah, number four is... All right, so every week here on the show, we'd like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is called Taco Ticker. Okay. Let's do it. What do you say? Okay, let's do it. All right, these are the taco news stories of the week. This is the Taco Ticker. Just want to get your thoughts on these amazing taco news stories. Here's the first one. Uh, LeBron James tried to trademark the term Taco Tuesday recently. This is an update from a previous story. He was denied. Lawyers say you cannot trademark Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I love LeBron, but why would he do that? I'm surprised by that. He needs to chill a little bit. I mean, he loves tacos. That's I love that, but you can't own Taco Tuesday. I know, and I love like the videos of him with his family saying it. Taco, you know what I mean? And I feel like he's a good guy. Like, I like him as a player, and I like, I feel like I like him as a person. But why does he have to go and try to trademark? I find that behavior odd. I mean, people say he's a savvy businessman. Uh, The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office this uh, last week denied an application for him to trademark Taco Tuesday. In their decision, they wrote that Taco Tuesday is a commonplace term, message, or expression widely used by a variety of sources. According to the ruling, the day and the phrase continue to belong to the people. Taco Tuesday should, to be, the people. should belong to the people. Absolutely. 100%. I'm down with that. James frequently talks about Taco Tuesday on his social media, sharing videos of his family eating tacos, which is awesome. He loves tacos, but the trademark was just a bridge too far. Under U.S. trademark law, if a phrase is commonly used in everyday speech, the phrase is then unable to be registered as a trademark. There you go. Sorry, LeBron. At this point, his company could appeal the refusal. This type of refusal is extremely difficult to overcome, and it is very likely that this application will now just abandon. There you go. I mean, if he was going to try to open a restaurant called Taco Tuesday, I can get that, but he wasn't even... Same. No, that's just weird. Everybody says Taco Tuesday like it's a worldwide thing, or maybe not a worldwide, but... It's going to be. It's going to be. Taco Tuesday has been popular for decades and has become part of the vernacular for many Americans. Taco John's, a restaurant chain in the Midwest, trademarked the phrase in 1979. But nobody really follows that trademark because everyone uses Taco Tuesday now. Have you ever done Taco John's? We did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Three weeks ago. Wow. And was it good? It was was their 50th anniversary party. They were trying to break the the all-time tacos sold in a day record, and I think they broke it. Really? Yeah. I know some people that are like diehard Taco John fans. Uh, Lawrence has like two Taco Johns. Yeah, totally. Do you ever go there? No. What are your thoughts on Taco Bell? Oh, I hit it up a lot in college when I was hungover or late night. Get that crunch wrap burrito. I must say like I love a good gordita, a chalupa. I don't have them anymore, but if I'm in a pickle and Taco Bell is the only thing around, I will get a bean burrito. 
Seen Kissel. What about when you're on tour? Do you guys ever? Well, we haven't really done a long leg okay. tour, but I would say it's, you know, nowadays it's not the worst option. Well, I've got some news for you. This is Taco Ticker story number two. Okay. Taco Bell debuted its vegetarian menu a few weeks ago and its newly redesigned menu, which includes two new items. The fast food chain will offer two new vegetarian items, a black bean crunch wrap supreme. There, there you go. go. Oh my God. And a black bean quesarito. Dang, I'm down with that. They also introduced a toasted cheddar chalupa. Okay, okay. It's the uh, largest international release of a menu item from Taco Bell since the naked chicken chalupa in 2017. Did you wow. ever have a naked chicken chalupa? No, did you? Yes. Was it good? It's okay. Yeah? Yeah, it's okay. It features a shell that is covered in six-month-aged cheddar cheese and a toasted cheesy flavor. Taco Bell Innovation Officer Liz Matthews says, At Taco Bell, we get excited by the what-ifs we can dream up and bring to life for our fans. And the toasted cheddar chalupa is an example of just that. We know cheese makes everything better, and baking aged cheddar into the shell of an already iconic product is a game-changer our fans will love. <laughs> Will you be taking advantage of the new vegetarian menu and maybe try the cheddar chalupa? I probably won't try the cheddar chalupa just because I don't really do dairy, but I will, you know, I'll check it out. Like I said, sometimes I go to Taco Bell, get that bean burrito, get some salsa fresca, and um, it's fresh and it's it's a good it's a good snack. So I'm I am happy about that and I think that as I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of restaurants and chains have been coming out with vegetarian options and have just... Have you tried the Burger King veggie b- burger yet? No. Have you? No. No, I will. I mean, it'll be interesting. Have you tried the Beyond Meat Burger? I did not. Okay. No. Well, it's like super popular. Also, a lot of people are like, oh, it's not as healthy, blah, 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 blah. But I think it's just important to like, you know, just be part of the conversation and realize like... You don't have to stop eating meat. Like, I don't think that's like the message, but just maybe think a little bit more about what you're consuming. The third taco ticker story is exact opposite of what you just said. Okay. (laughs) Yum Brands, which, which owns KFC and Taco Bell has invented maybe the most amazing sandwich ever created. Were you involved in the chicken sandwich wars this summer? I was not. Did you try the new Popeye's chicken sandwich? No. Which stormed the nation and they it was so popular they sold out of it wow no i i i don't do a lot of fast food but i'm not surprised it sold out so quick that then they started to tell people to bring their own buns because they ran out of buns. oh my gosh wow it was a debacle but yeah it was popeyes versus chick-fil-a and who had the best chicken sandwich well i think kfc just won this war already kfc announced this week that it is testing out a donut and fried chicken sandwich in select markets the donuts are the bun glazed donuts with a chunk of chicken breast inside huge chicken breast between two glazed donuts for 5.99 are you gonna try that out oh gosh no (laughs) i can't maybe if it was like a donut chicken taco maybe that sounds great have they ever made a, a donut shell of a taco no, I mean you can get possible? like a like a sopapilla style taco, right? With like you can make like put ice cream in it, like a taco, like a choco taco. There you go, exactly. Would you ever try this at, um, at any time? The donut KFC thing. Oh man, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Well, it's only available right now in Norfolk, Virginia, in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so those seem like good towns. A lot of people would be eating donuts and chicken. There you go. I think that wins the chicken wars right there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Taco Bell should make a dessert taco with a taco donut shell. Like no, a see, I like if it was dessert, I would eat that. Like I would try yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be dessert. It's just when you try to put it all together put to me, that's a little odd. Yeah. I mean, I, I would just have the, I, I mean, the donuts sound good, but, and the chicken separately sounds good, but all together, exactly. it just seems like I just, yeah, a I lot of people are going to die because of this. You know, I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking yeah. too. Why does KFC want to kill Americans? Um, maybe just because we're like, you know, because <laughs> we're the only people that would eat something like that. Well, <laughs> people want us to be, you know, sick so they can make money off of us. So we die and oh, we yeah. don't overpopulate healthcare. There you go. Exactly. Walgreens, <laughs> the drug companies. It's a vicious big cycle. Pharma. I yep, mean, big pharma. talk about what's all over the TV. Yep. Uh, commercials that are going to sell you food to make you sick. But then we go to these amazing restaurants like tonight. It's fresh food. It's healthy vegetables. It's nice and light. Right. So there's good people out there still. All right. Well, thank you for checking the Taco Ticker stories with me. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, folks. It's me, Captain Lotus Pool, half horse, half human. And I'm here to tell you that the good old delicious goodness that you enjoyed in your first bite of Lotus Pool Records LLC is still in every album we sell, even 27 years after we started the dang label. Hell, we've only gotten more delicious now that we've got the whole Zoom catalog and artists like Heidi Lynn Gluck. And don't forget classics like Panel Donors, Lobedom, and Global. Right up there on the shelf next to Bully Pulpit's Pop Delight, Bylaws. Or are those Sun Eaters boys, sly little monsters? Their latest is blazing across the country on independent radio and even sits on the top 30 albums on the Relics Jam Band chart. Oh well, I guess I'm just here to say that we love you. And we'd love it if you could put us on your playlist, recommend us to your friends, and buy a little merch from the lotuspool.com store. Whatever you do, please take a listen to Lotus Pool new and old. The music is timeless, and we love having you a part of our little family. Night, y'all. All right, this is Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. This is where we talk about the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I want you to pull a couple topics and we'll discuss, all right? Okay, here's my first one. And I pulled favorite store shop in KC. Okay, I like this one. Um, favorite store or shop? So there's a couple. I love to frequent West Side Story on the West Side. I just, I like love their decor or, you know, all of their um, like local KC gear. This is awesome. Yeah. I got my Mahomes is my homie shirt there because I, like many others, love Patrick and I'm just so happy to have him and I hope he takes us all the way. Um, I need to go back there and get like another KC Chiefs shirt and they have like the cutest hats. They have the cutest kids stuff. 
stuff. They have retro jerseys there too. You oh can my find God, those I, old jerseys. Yes. Yeah. I just got a vintage sweatshirt from there for like 40 bucks, a Chiefs one. And it's got that great, uh, we just reviewed Los Alamos across the street. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. weeks ago, yeah. And I also love Westside Local. That's one of my favorite yep. restaurants. And you know, my husband loves to go into Westside Story and look at their silver. Have you ever looked at like their vintage silver? I saw that. Yeah. They have like a bunch of um, vintage turquoise pieces and he coincidentally loves to wear bracelets and he loves to just stop in and kind of like see what they have. Like it's very, it's an interesting mix of things because you have the gear, the vintage stuff, and then they have like local people, um, the candles and what else? Just it's, it's like- It's one of the coolest, most original shops. You just the design inside as well is really cool. Yeah. Just that whole neighborhood is awesome. I love yeah, that Yeah, that's one of my favorite neighborhoods for sure. And that's where we shot the music video right over there. Oh, yeah, that's right. On Just the west down the side. Hill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want to pull another? Yeah. Okay. Things I'd like to change about KC. So, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like, I wish we were a little more integrated. I feel like there's that truce line and that... It like just makes me kind of sad and like disappointed. I wish that things were a little more unified and I wish, yeah, I wish that we did more things as a whole rather than there being sort of this line dividing, you know, the more fortunate and perhaps like the less fortunate. That's what I would change. One thing that is interesting in a way Although like, cause okay, I love football. I'm not going to lie. I love it. There's things about football that are very saddening as well. When you go deeper into what's really happening with football and the culture and like what we're watching at the same time, I think it's kind of unifying. Like it brings people together. Like the Mexicanos love the chiefs. I think it, it can like really bring people together. So in a way that's like kind of hopeful, you know, the happiest I've ever seen this city and the most together I've ever seen this city is when the Royals won yep. the world series Absolutely. 2015. That was such a great time. Everybody was so together. Totally. Yeah. So hopefully Mahomes takes us. Yeah. Mahomes, can we're going to put a lot on your shoulders, Mahomes. but it's, it's time for you to bring this city uh, back together. Can we just make it past a couple of <laughs> playoff games? Jeez Louise. <laughs> If D Ford wasn't offside, we would have been oh in the Super God, Bowl. And I, I guarantee know. you. And he is he won. gone? Yeah, he's gone. Okay. I mean, he costs like, us. Like, that's Super sad Bowl for cut. him. But yeah. I mean, it's always like that one guy that gets called on a hold, you know? Yep. Like, what? That's the Chiefs' curse. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways. I agree. I'm right there with you. I think Mahomes is going to do it this year. I think so, too. Did he's going to unify see? us. I mean, the second quarter of the game against. Who do we just play? Raiders. The Raiders. Like, that was beautiful. Like, what were we watching? They were saying, like... Four touchdowns in a row. Yeah. It was, it was like a record-breaking quarter. Like, yeah. Like, the most passing yards ever in a quarter. Yeah, and I love his... <laughs> after he scores his little moves he does, he, like, lifts a shoulder at a time and then mimics, like, a free throw like or whatever. Throw, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or a three. Yeah. He's he's amazing. Thank you for thank you to the Chiefs and uh, the football gods for giving us Mahomes. I will take that. Patrick, if you ever want to come on the show and talk about West Texas tacos. Come on, we're, we're here for you. Yeah. Come on the show. We can talk about Texas tacos. I'd love to hear your thoughts. There you go. Maybe on your bye week. You know, we're always here for you. <laughs> All right, our tacos are here. Let's review these tacos. What do you say?
All right, so our tacos have arrived. They look amazing. They look so good. They give you a lot of lime here. Are you Love are you that. all I'm, about the lime? I'm like obsessed with the lime. I'm obsessed with the toppings, honestly. Like I just topped mine with some extra pico de gallo, some extra avocado, and I'm squeezing the lime all over. And you got all uh, shrimp, right? I did, yes. And I got one shrimp, one pastor, and then a asada. And these are corn, corn tortillas. No cheese on mine. Did you get cheese on yours? No cheese for me. So I got just cilantro, onion, and the uh, the filling. So shrimp on this one. And you're putting the sauce, the salsa on yours? I, yes, I am putting both the regular salsa and the salsa picante on top of mine because I like my food incredibly spicy. Like, it's a weird thing. I, like, can't ever make it hot enough, and I resort to slicing up fresh jalapeno to make it hot enough. I don't have any tonight, but the salsa picante is hopefully going to be hot enough for me. Okay, I just had a, sh- a bite of the shrimp, and it's amazing. Wow. As did I. It's delicious, very fresh. So good. Mm-hmm. I really prefer like fresh food. I love just a lot of veggies, a lot of, like I said, the toppings. Like, I feel like they really make the taco, and for the most part, I feel like every time I've come here, it feels fresh and clean and light. It can be light rather than like really heavy. Yeah, sometimes you get a shrimp taco and it's just, it's filled too much. There's too much inside of it and it falls apart and it's not fresh. This is a super light shrimp taco. Totally. What are some of your other favorite taco spots in KC or Topeka? How's Topeka's taco scene? Mm, It's okay. Okay. It's pretty good. I mean, I feel like it's changed a lot. Like, I used to go to Pepe and Chela's all the time, but it's closed, which makes me sad. I go, actually, there's one restaurant that my family goes to every week. There, they, they went tonight. Like, I probably would have gone with them, but I'm here. It's called El Centenario, and it's a lot like this restaurant, really fresh. My family goes there all the time, so they, like, know everyone. It's, like, my dad's favorite spot, and they're, sh- they're like, just really sweet. Like, they'll make you whatever you want, like... Literally, when I go there, I often get rice and beans and a salad and corn tortillas, and then I make my little veggie tacos, and they are just really sweet. They have um, really fresh beans. I love good beans, whole beans rather than refried. So that's probably my favorite Topeka one. Here, um, besides Taquerio, I love... The one in River Market. What is it? It's um, Casey Taco Company. Casey Taco Company. I really like them. Again, I feel like it's fresh. It's like you can be healthy and eat there. Um, they just have like different, all different styles. They have a lot of different kinds. Just their black bean taco is amazing. And I love their bowl too. It has like quinoa in it and corn and a bunch of veggies and whatnot. And they have that cool van. Oh, yeah, yeah, Any yeah. Any place that has a taco van. I'm in favor of. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, I'm trying to think of where else. That's kind of I like, think their shrimp taco is really good there too. Yeah. If and, I remember um, right. I've had their tempura mushroom taco. Have you had that one? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that one is good. They have a lot of like cool options if you're not eating meat too, which is why I really like that kind again. I also want to try Mission Taco. I've never been there before. It's great. you never been? No, Gotta I want to go. go. Yeah, totally. 
So my taco is falling apart a little bit, but that's probably my fault because I put a lot of salsa picante. Yeah, you loaded it up. I like it. I like it to kind of absorb into everything and get it all nice and like juicy and I don't like dry. Is that of guacamole too? Yeah, they gave me a little side of guac in my pico de gallo oh, little cool. bowl. So it's it's mixing up really nice. Do you think that comes from your days of making those strange tacos with your dad? Probably, I, <laughs> I suppose so. It's it's the remnants of um, of what what I used to do with the cheese and bologna. Unfortunately, I I probably should have gone and got a little side of guac and pico. That looks really good. Do you always get a side of guac and pico? Probably, yeah. Like, if it doesn't come, I'll ask, you know? All right, so I'm going to try. My shrimp was great. Highly recommend A-plus on the shrimp taco. Totally. I'm going to try this al pastor taco. Oh, yeah. Good? Very good. Ooh, it's got some really big pineapple in this. Mm. I love the pineapple. I like pineapple, too. This is great. The meat, everything's very fresh. Super tasty. Not dry. I definitely don't like things dry. I'm just not that type of... I don't have that palate. How many times a week would you say you eat tacos? Mm, it kind of depends. See, the type of eater I am, I go through phases where I go like hard on something and I have it every day. I love to make my own tacos at home. Have you ever had the Ezekiel sprouted corn tortillas? I don't think so. Yeah, they're really good. You can get those so, at the store? Yeah, I get them at I mean, I get... I shop a lot at the Merck and Lawrence, but I'm sure Whole Foods has them. I'm sure, like, I know there's not a Dillon's here, but that's kind of the, one of the grocery chains in Lawrence and they have them. So they're not just, just like a natural thing, but I really love those tortillas. Unfortunately, I don't have a gas stove where I live now. So I'll just put them in a pan and heat them up and then get some black beans going, get some rice some salsa, some guac, and any other type of veggies like jalapenos, um, onion, tomato. There's an amazing guy who makes cashew queso um, out of Lawrence. It's called Cito's. Have you ever had it? No. Do you do dairy? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you ever want to go non-dairy, um, this cashew queso is amazing. So what's your favorite Lawrence taco joint? Do you have one? Um, in Lawrence, you know, they used to have, Port Fonda used to be there, but it's not there anymore, which is kind of sad because I did like their stuff a lot. Did you ever go to La Familia? I did. have to say it wasn't my favorite, um, but I also really like La Perea. Have you ever heard of that yeah. place? Yeah. Si, gracias. Um, there's another place. I think it's Mesquito. That is downtown. That's pretty good too. What about Taco Zone? Oh my God. Holy moly. I'm okay. I'm like, I know I get, okay. Taco Zone is like the best. Honestly, that's my favorite taco place. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I love, I also love Taco Rio Me too. for Kansas City, but. What about uh, La Estrella? La Estrella is good too. And kind of over there off of Iowa, yeah. kind of tucked away. That's good. But no, Taco Zone is my fave. Like I said, I love fresh food. Their veggie options, like they have calabacitas and mushrooms. Um, and then they have just their like black bean taco. I love their sides. Like they have a really great kale salad. Oh, they're just like the sweetest people in there. It's yeah, like the hole in, hole in the wall. No, I will... I love going there. I probably go there once a week. When we had Heidi on the show, that's the restaurant we oh did. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. That makes perfect sense because Taco Zone is the bomb. Okay. I'm done with my first two tacos. I'm going to try my 
asada taco. This looks so good. The steak isn't too... This is steak, right? Yeah. It looks like carne asada. <laughs> yeah. The chunks aren't too big, which I, uh, I, I don't like the big, big chunks in, in one of these tacos. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It looks good. Really good. Holy cow! I could go for like three more of these. Mm-hmm. I'm really blown away by these tacos. So good. Yeah. I know. I was always like, I could eat way more than three. Like I feel like I could eat six. For sure. These I could have three more for sure. Yeah. When I do my little fajita thing, I definitely have four or maybe more. Would you say you're more of a fajita person than a taco person? Or are you more of a burrito person than a taco than a fajita person? Well, maybe a chimichanga person. I'm definitely a fajita person to make the tacos, with the exception of Taco Zone and places like um, Casey Taco Company because they have such cool veggie options. You know. What about your husband? Um, he pretty much eats everything. Okay. He's totally down with like all the goods. He wants the most authentic. He's not like a crazy picky eater. He tries to eat fresh and healthy too. But yeah, he's also a Taqueria Mexico lover and Taco Zone. We're actually kind of sad about leaving Lawrence because there's those few spots that we hit up on the reg that are going to be much farther away now. Now, he's not some burrito guy (gasps) hiding out. I don't and, know. And masquerading oh, as no. a taco he guy. He loves burritos. I'm not going to lie. So he might be a burrito guy? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly right. feel like, like he'll eat anything if it's good. Okay. You know what I mean? I'll just have to have him on the show sometime. But, I know. So he, he was can supposed to come himself. tonight, but yeah. he had to work. So that's a bummer, but he'll get to listen. All right. So we're done with all of our tacos. We do a rating of one to five golden tacos, five being the best. What would you give the tacos here at Taqueria Mexico? Mm, okay, I'm thinking. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to give it a solid five. Like, this is a solid shrimp taco. I like that. There's, like, four good-sized shrimp. It's taking up the entire taco. Um, it came with the guac and the pico. I have, like, a little more of one left, so I don't want to let it go to waste. I just did my yoga. I followed all my my taco yoga mantras, and so I'm this hungry. is your post yoga tacos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this yeah. is like I'm, you know, doing kind of what we said. Cut the lime is a big thing for me. It came with like three lime wedges, so I'm gonna give it a solid five. I'm right there with you. These were some great tacos. I'm gonna go four point seven out of five golden tacos. Maybe four point seven and a half. Oh my gosh! Out of okay. five golden tacos, these were great tacos. Uh huh. There are some people who have had bad taco experiences here. This is the part of the show I like to call bad reviews read in a funny voice. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right, who do you have there? I have Megan. What does Megan say? I love Mexican food and am always open to new places, but this is by far the worst place I've ever been to. The salsa tastes like spaghetti sauce. I couldn't even drink my margarita because it was so bad. I had to order a diet Coke instead. The fajita burrito was extremely bland. On top of the awful food, our server was awful. He never checked on us once after receiving our food. It took 15 minutes to get a check. Save your time and money and travel a little farther down Southwest Boulevard for some better Mexican exclamation mark update food poisoning one star. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I think I've met her before. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. I think I have too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do one. Okay. This is Jennifer S. Uh, okay. So Jennifer S. says, <laughs> typical Tex-Mex. Okay, food if you're in a hurry and don't mind a greasy gut bomb. <laughs> Service is great, though. So there's that. Two stars. Oh, it's kind that of turned perfect. around there at the end. Yeah. That was perfect for yeah. Jennifer. Greasy gut bombs. I did not get grease. No, not at all. No, it felt way more light and fresh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love this place. So good. I'm down, yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to order three more to go because okay. I am not... I mean, I have to have more of these carne yeah. asada tacos. Good. And the shrimp was great. Yeah. So if you're in the area, we're at Taqueria Mexico number four on the corner of Rainbow and Southwest Boulevard. It's a KC taco staple. I'm sure you've Absolutely. been here before. Uh-huh. If you're in the area and having a hankering for some tasty tacos, stop on by. You won't be disappointed unless you're Megan or Jennifer. <laughs> We'll be right back after this break. We interrupt this podcast for a BCC news break. Question for you. Do you like stories of high strangeness? Deep dives into the paranormal? Tales of the unexplained? Chats about Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs, mysterious monsters, and creepy cryptids? Then you should be listening to the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, Michael and Bryce, along with producer Riley Bray, welcome a celebrity guest, and together they delve into discussions of the unknown, hauntings, alien abductions, Sasquatch portals, lizard men, skinwalkers, and Dover demons. Oh my. An attempt to uncover the secret to the universe's greatest unsolved phenomenon. Will their celebrity guests think it's a load of bollocks, or will they believe it? You'll have to listen to find out. Only on Bigfoot Collectors Club, or BCC if you prefer. Look for it wherever you find your podcasts. BCC encourages its listeners to go get regressed. You never know what alien encounters lurk in your past. This has been a BCC news break. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, this is the in-depth taco questionnaire. This is Taco Topics. I just want to know your real deep taco feelings okay. on all of these. Please be honest with me. Okay. You don't have to censor yourself. I don't have okay? to hold back. No, please don't. Question number one, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? Um, good toppings. I don't want it to be dry. I want to add my toppings and I want it to be nice and juicy. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell? Soft, 100% always. Corn or flour? Corn. Hot or mild salsa? Hot. Or maybe just a little bit of a lime. You like hot with lime. Totally, right? yeah. yeah. When you're not eating tacos or fajita tacos, what's the one thing you're eating? Rice and beans. Just rice and beans? Just straight up. Like today for lunch, I had rice, beans, the cashew queso, Cholula hot sauce, and the salsa. What's your other favorite non-Mexican Kansas City restaurant? Do you have one? Um, okay, I have to like say, like rattle off a few. I love Westside Local. I love Bella Napoli. I love Cafe Gratitude. Um, Bob's Wasabi Kitchen. Holy moly, the best in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Bob's is where it's at. We've already kind of answered this. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? 100%. What are some other good taco towns that you visited that kind of rival Kansas City's taco scene? Oh, man, Austin. I love Austin. It's one of my most favorite cities. Have you played down there? Yeah, we did. Um, The Kansas City Showcase, the Mid-Coast Takeover, 
in South by South at South by Southwest. We just did that um, in March. So that's probably my number one. Like I love going to Austin. Um, I I love San Antonio as well. I suppose just taking it down south. You know what I mean? Is there anything you think could make Kansas City's taco scene better? I would say more veggie options. I love, like we said, all the veggie options at um, ta- the Kansas City Taco Company, but... Mission Taco Joint has some good Mission, veggie. yeah. And I mean, the thing about it is, is like, that's what I do anyway. Like, I'll just find a way to make it, to make them veggie tacos. And I wish you could just go be like, just order veggie tacos in the without it being like, well, let me explain to you like all the extra things I want. Right. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Yeah, totally. Really? Well, I mean, just because I've had to turn down those like gross tacos that my dad used to make me meet with, make me <laughs> eat with bologna and cheese and mustard. And like I said, when I was little, my family ate at a Mexican restaurant just like this three times a week. And it's got to be too much for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was good at the time, but it really did a number on our bodies. And I was kind of a chunky little child for sure. <laughs> Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that if it's on a taco, you don't want nothing to do with it. You know, I'm going to be honest. The lengua, it's a little weird for me. Tongue makes me feel a little awkward. I kind of don't want like tongue or tripe around me. Um, although like, I yeah. applaud using like all parts of the pig, like I applaud using everything. Um, it's just, it grosses me out just a tiny bit. But other than that, I say go for it. Yeah, especially when you get that lingua that has a little hair on it. Oh, so menudo. I mean, you had, obviously. Uh, when I was little, I used to be obsessed with it. And I would get it from Pepe and Chela's, that place I told you about in Topeka. And there would often be little black hairs in it. And they would be like, one time I found a bunch. And they were like, yeah, the pig was hairy. That's all I said. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Like, we didn't send it back because they were like, oh, it was a hairy pig. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Now I'm picturing hairy pigs in my head just walking around yeah. with like long black hair. Yeah, totally. Like with like a wig on. <laughs> um, all right, this is the speed round. I just want to know yay or nay on these different taco types. Okay. So here we go. Taco pizza. Nay. Taco salad. Yay. Taco burgers. Yay. Taco dogs. Taco what? Dogs. It's like a chili dog with taco toppings. Oh, yay, yay, yay. Dogs dressed like tacos. Yay. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Yay. Taquitos. Yay. Walking tacos. I don't even know what that is. It's not a real taco. It's those uh, people put, have those bags of Doritos and Fritos and then nay, they put the taco stuff nay, in it. So nay. you're, yeah, it's not nay. a real taco. Yeah. It's called a taco, not a taco. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast taco from Taco Bell. Nay. Nacho fries served Yay. with tacos. You're a fan? Uh, yeah, I make my own at home. Really? Well, just slice up some potatoes, top it with beans, guacamole, you know what I'm saying? That sounds great. Yeah, queso or uh, fake cheese, pop it in the oven, salsa. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Is there a taco type that you've never tried, that you've never encountered, that you'd like to encounter? <laughs> hmm. Is there a taco filling that you've never had that you've like that you would like to try on a taco? I don't. I think I've like covered them. Done it you know all. what I mean? Me yeah. And that bologna and mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I've really. I've never tried like a sushi inspired taco. I suppose. And you love sushi. I love sushi. I don't know. That might be heavy on the rice. Okay. So this this is might be a really hard one. Favorite side dish with a taco: chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac. Salsa, chips and salsa. 
standard. Gotta you, have what do you think one. of the chips and salsa here? Delicious. Very I good. like the salsa. I Love like the chips. Yeah, the chips and the guac, the guacamole I had that they gave me on the side was really good and really fresh. So today was a free queso day at Moe's Southwest Grill. The, lo- the closest Moe's Southwest Grill is Joplin, Missouri, so we're, we don't have one in Kansas City anymore. What do you think about getting free queso? Do you have any opinions on queso? You know, I, I love queso. I feel like it's like crack. I feel like dairy like gets in your brain and like hits your pleasure center. Bing, 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 bing. And it's, it's addictive and it's good. But like I said, I'm pretty much dairy free. So give me some of that cashew queso. Um, you know, I wish, I'm sorry to say, I wish it was like free fruits and veggie day. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure I hope some people that needed food got that cashew cake. I, I think you queso. had to make a purchase to get the free oh, queso. Oh, darn. Okay, well. And is it kind of, I wonder if it's like 7-Eleven when you can bring in like free slushy day. I wonder if you could bring in any container and fill it with queso. Well, then you would run the risk of like, what if somebody brought in a really big container? Then you'd run out of queso, yeah. What makes good queso and what makes bad queso, you think? Um, probably like it's how well you can spread it on a chip. I don't like it to be clumpy. Can't break the chip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's terrible. Too thick. Too thick. No, the consistency. That's the word I was looking for. So you want it to be hot. You don't want it to burn your tongue though. Um, yeah. When I was little, we made like Velveeta queso all the time. I also grew up on that too. So I don't even know what Velveeta is. I don't know if you ever looked at the ingredients, but it's pretty scary, but it's good. Okay. I'll ask this question what is your most controversial taco opinion do you have one i know oh we've gosh. discussed a lot of taco okay well maybe that like the bologna mustard is good like i will say like it's not a bad combo you you know we're thinking maybe mustard isn't as good and then it could also be that like a veggie taco can be bomb honestly like a lot of times when i make my food for people they're so surprised at how good it is like things you think wouldn't be good like what you think you need if you get it right it can be delicious and I like making food my type of food for people because I think people are surprised all right you are a musician correct this is a very important question okay what song do you listen to in your car when you're on your way to get tacos do you have something that really gets you fired up to go eat tacos okay so one of my current faves a song that we cover is Selena Como La Flor It's a beautiful song and I've been singing it at our gigs. And so I like to just sing along to her because she was a huge influence for me like my whole life and growing up and even now. And she just really gets me going. Bitty Bitty Bum Bum is good too. I've heard that one on here before. All right. So this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me like lovers do. Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Oh, oh, okay. Here's one for you. Like, what's your favorite taco then? What's your favorite style? What's your favorite filling? Well, they just recently took it off the Taco Bell menu. Double Decker Taco Supreme. From Taco Bell, though? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about, what about <laughs> like, when you go to a place like this, oh, or just generally, like... Chorizo. Chorizo, interesting. Okay. Or El Pastor. Okay, okay, okay. Those are, I mean... But the shrimp, I mean, it changes every day. Yeah. I eat so many tacos, it's becoming a blur. Yeah. But can't ever go wrong with chorizo or the El Pastor. What do you put on your chorizo tacos? Just uh, onions and cilantro. All right, all right. I bet you don't need very much chorizo. No. It's kind of, it's like dense and packed with flavor. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's kind of a taco no-no when you get the dry chorizo. Mm-hmm. Totally. But yeah, those are my favorites. I like pineapple on my pastor. So do you have another taco-related question you'd like to ask me? <laughs> What's your like favorite taco news story you ever shared? Oh, gosh. There's so much taco news out there. Um, the one about the guy who wrecked his motorcycle and lost his leg and then cooked his leg for his friends in tacos. Oh my God. Oh my God. His friends had to agree to eat the tacos oh made out of his leg. Oh my God. I can't. <laughs> you are visibly upset right now. <laughs> I am like just You're, throwing up a little bit in my mouth, sorry. but it's okay. Yeah. I think they were kind of uh, weird people. Sounds like it. They're from sure. Seattle, you know, <laughs> so. But yeah, that was a good taco news story. Totally. I would not do that. I wouldn't make my friends eat my leg. Well, cool. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Where can people find you on social media? So you can find us on Facebook. It's just Maria the Mexican. You can also find us on Instagram, which is Maria underscore the underscore Mexican underscore Musica. Um, That's our Instagram account. And we have a website, mariathemexican.com. And in all three of those outlets, we post a ton about our shows and just kind of what we're up to. And you have a concert in Lawrence on October 11th. Yes, at, at the Jazz House. At the Jazz House. Do you have any other shows scheduled after that? We will be at Knuckleheads for our annual Christmas party on Friday, December 13th. Also, stay tuned. We're planning a Day of the Dead show. Um, I'm, it's not 100% yet, but we absolutely play around there. So stay tuned for that. Before we end the show, the first time I saw your band was at the Thanksgiving Plaza lighting ceremony. Oh yeah, totally. How was that? Do you Ugh. have any um, backstage Gary Lezak stories for us? Well, this wasn't backstage, but did you notice how he was like, Maria, uh, I am uh, the Mexican. <laughs> like, yeah, he didn't understand. No, name, he did yeah. not like get it. And I felt like he totally tripped over his words <laughs> and like wanted to say Maria and the Mexican, but it is what it is. No, it was so fun. It was like, everybody was so sweet and it, so many smiles in the audience and again it was like it was just a good time like good energy everybody was very receptive to us and I think it allowed for people to like kind of hear our name and as soon as people google and read the backstory it's like oh you know I get that like and it kind of sparks that conversation where it's like yeah like we this is what this is our heritage this is where we came from we're proud of it and this is a celebration of that well thank you so much for being on the show thanks for having me and we're gonna close the show out with a song from Maria the Mexican thanks for talking tacos with me Thank you. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. Thanks to everyone here at Taqueria Mexico 4 for having us out tonight. And until next time, go go eat some some tacos.
getting.